0: The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content.
1: This is Roscoe Cobble, half-elf-rogue, and nothing will stop me from killing Chad.
2: This is my own heart, mate. I'm a High Hi Lizard, and I'm Invincible.
3: This is Sir uh, Colvick Darkseed, Half-Orc Cleric, and I like my lasagna baked.
0: I got their knives. They're big. Fourteen, which I think is a miss. That would be a miss. Your perfect streak is, uh, is hanging on there.
1: Some elbows may be stronger than others. <laughs> Depends on the size of their knapsack. They hold on a stick over their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Duck in the middle with poo.
2: <laughs> I'm going to cast major image and go to the tried and true way overpowered prison system for <laughs> all the people that are surrounding Kovik. Susan is charmed by you I will cast Ray of Perkins at Vernon make that hobo poop its pants <laughs>
0: Well, Vernon is uh, Vernon's running pretty low on HP here, so Vernon's gonna Vernon's gonna make a choice. Vernon is too dumb to run. <laughs> uh, Vernon is going to get album name. Let's see here. Vernon is going to run straight on up to Kolvik and is going to make a couple of big knife attacks.
3: Um, I scoot up. Because Roscoe was supposed to be there, I actually moved my character. I was behind the tanky tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my bad. Alright. So I just moved my icon in wrong, Roscoe is hiding.
0: Gotcha. Alright, well, they don't know who or Sorry where about Roscoe's that. at. That was
3: embarrassing.
0: Um, so instead, Vernon's gonna scoot just a bit to the north to get a clear line of sight on you, okay. uh, negating your tube car advantage of her hiding. Is going to make one crossbow attack, which is going to be a 19, which is a miss. And that ends round five. It begins round six of combat. And Melvin, it is over to you. Well, uh... Squirrely Vernon's your last, last dude. How's he looking? Uh, definitely bloodied, but not wrecked. Well. As a reminder, if you're a a relatively new listener who didn't start at the beginning... Use bloodied to denote that a character is 50% health or less. Wrecked is 10% or less. I'm just going to give them the ray of Perkins again. Give them the guns. Uh, So they're going to make four constitution saves. Uh, That's two failures and two more failures. So four rays of Perkinses in the butts holes. Is that four D12s then? Four D12. Oh, hey. I have
2: that back. Maybe. Uh, go. Uh, the eleven was nineteen
0: twenty-three. Twenty-three is almost exactly what you needed. It, in fact, was one a point of damage more than you needed to destroy Vernon's butts hole. <laughs> Vernon, oh, pooped to death. Uh, off of this map. Man, that's that <laughs> Poop to death of right off this map <laughs> <laughs>
1: He just Poops and poops till he's desiccated Like that guy in
2: Indiana
4: Jones <laughs> Convenient
0: timing
2: <laughs> can, we, can we dub that Like gif with a
0: fart Or something like that
4: <laughs> <laughs> And then he explodes backwards at the end of it. <laughs> you have shit
0: yourself...
2: poorly. <laughs> and then, for my bonus action, I'm just going to have my sword chop his... Just stab... stabbing into his, his de-pooped corpse. And then I will release Ringo and Norbert from their prisons.
0: Their prison... whoops, is released. I can click on, I don't think I can click on just the thing (laughs) Imagine Susan walking around now, they're poor They're totally poor They're really poor right now
2: I feel bad for these They're like, I fucking heard you, Susan I believe
0: you For Wait, and you cast it at a higher level too How long is it going to last? No, I didn't, I did it at the normal So 30 days, Susan's going to walk around I met these fucking poor VGAT fuckers yeah, they these were guys so poor. So poor. Do not attack these guys. Yeah, they these are guys, so I thought we should feel sorry for them. Worthless.
3: Quick, take off your dirty underwear. Give it to them.
0: One of the guys wearing giants underwear. That's how poor they are. Excellent. So Susan being charmed and friendly to you guys is not going to attack. Everybody else was convinced, not only that you guys were poor. But, well, that they could die if they continued to attack you, because, I mean, they did see somebody poop themselves to death, saw somebody else get disintegrated, lots of stabbing. So you guys are definitely in the not-worth-attacking category. And thus, we are outside of combat. So all the hobos are all the hobos are gone. You fought them off. You convinced them not to fight you. Life is grand. You're back to well, reasonably safe. And as you're standing there, uh, you guys are kind of like, you know, getting yourself back together, dusting yourself off. And uh, and this dude, this older dude, who has got a kind of scraggly hair and whatnot. He comes huffing up to you guys uh, as you're dusting yourself off, and he says. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys don't seem to belong here. What are you doing here?
1: We're minding our own business. Oh, that's, that's mighty fair. All right. What are you doing here? Oh, looking for something to do. What do you want to do? Uh, I was thinking about helping you guys out if I, I don't know,
4: just because?
1: I'm a plot device? <laughs> sounds strangely like a man who
3: found, uh, a watch. Was it a watch? We did the the fighty guy.
0: So give me to watch. What? I was referencing to Pulp Fiction. We're years. You're old man. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna by the name of Wanaki. All right, you guys just
2: did about four references. You started with one reference that I don't get. And
3: no, don't. I was saying, um,
0: what did Both? we find off the uh, fight guy that we just? Oh, that out? we just killed. Did we kill that guy? No, oh. he, he got away. You gave him a candle and he <laughs> gave you the tracking device. Chata. You guys now have the tracking device, but it's, well, you have the, the tracking, what the fuck would the terms be? You get the tracking beacon and you have the tracking device. One's in your left hand and one's in your right hand. Well, this so, guy has the is same is accent. Oh. So.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: gotcha. Sounds like the same guy, that's all.
2: How Like how big is the um,
0: beacon? Uh, it's just wristwatch size wristwatch size, so it would fit into a butt. Yeah, definitely would fit in a butt. So if would you had to keep it in your ass in a prison camp for seven years, it wouldn't be great. It would definitely be uncomfortable.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I kind of liked it. It felt very natural.
2: Did uh? Would, do you think it would work? Like, we would be able to home in on it if it was up someone or something's butt?
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys got to it through a fair amount of interference to get where you are now, so I think... Uh, I think the wall of a colon would uh, disrupt the signal far less than, say, a building or a, a tube car. Alright, uh, so, uh, clearly we're very good at adventuring. What manner of help do you think you can offer us? I'm kinda, like, you know, I'm just kinda looking to looking to see what you guys are, uh, what you're doing. I don't really know what you're doing. Before I, I can help you, I know people. I know people. Mm-hmm. You know any kings? He says, "Well, I, I don't know any
1: forearm
2: kings, but I might know someone who knows one. What do you think, Melvin?" Um, I think we just roll with this guy since it clearly seems the direction that the DM is taking
0: (laughs) (laughs) us. Yeah, let's go over here. (laughs) 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 This one's running on some pretty tight rails, guys. I'm trying to follow a fucking movie here, and it's not real easy. So,
2: Uh, sounds good. Uh, How much do you want to get paid?
0: I feel like I'm doing enough of a service to the plot that I can just walk you there for free. (laughs) Well, that sounds mighty fair. I mean, I was gonna have him ask you for something, but now that we've strung this all out and just made it (laughs) obvious, I mean, fuck it. I stab him in the face. Oh. Oh.
4: Well,
0: now you gotta find your own way to the next thing that conveniently happens to you. (laughs) His brother. A second guy walks out, identical to the first. (laughs) You killed my brother. Who's gonna help you now? I guess it's me.
3: I guess it's it's me. me. For money.
0: Uh, his response to you really would be more along the lines of, um, oh, I can take you to the Thinker. He uh, he knows everybody. You might know a guy with four arms.
2: Ooh, this guy sounds very important to the plot. With a name like the Thinker.
4: Yeah.
0: Which is only mildly derivative from the original name of the character in the movie. So how did the Thinker get his
2: name? The
3: Stinker.
0: Wow. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that... Is there is there some kind of special uh finger orientation for the thinker versus the stinker? The just the hand yeah, on the chin. Yeah, that's the hand on the chin. The thinker. Like, I was
3: just thinking. That.
1: And the <laughs> the stinker? No, it's just fisting somebody.
0: Oh. So the thinker. <laughs> I, I would love to see a statue of the thinker but it's just it's literally just 90 degrees on the fist <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's somebody, this, bent over. somebody in front of him
2: <laughs>
0: <this>? <laughs> God I wish I was artistically talented and I cause I would fucking carve that out of marble. I would dedicate a year of my life to carving the stinker <laughs> <laughs> And the other person would have to be like suspended by the fist Like they'd be held For all eternity mm-hmm.
2: And then that
3: person is the stinker <laughs>
0: Oh God, that would... What if you made just a chain of thinkers uh-huh. that were or stinkers Stinger. that <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you can, I want that I would love to have that as a necklace. Like just <laughs> just a chain.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's how you fasten it is you gotta <laughs>
4: poke, like a push of fish
0: in. <laughs> or into a uh, never mind. <laughs> It'd be like those, you know, those uh those beads you give kids that have the like you know, they just plunk together. I wouldn't give that to a kid. I, but. Well, not that kind of beats. <laughs>
2: At first I thought you were talking about like Stinkerhenge or something like that. Like. <laughs>
0: They're all holding each other up in the astrological formations. So you guys are on your way to the to the Thinker, not the Stinker or the Fister. <laughs> You're taken to a fairly run-down building, uh, as all of the buildings are around you. Uh, this one's actually got like some boards over the windows and a Moderately functional door. You guys arrive at the building, and uh, the guy that you uh, have taken on as your guide and didn't stab in the face, or his replacement, whichever one you actually wanted to play out, turns out his name is Ernest. We didn't even ask. No.
4: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm Ernest. Uh, All
2: right,
0: follow me, mystery man take us to the thinker. You guys are like the classic sociopath D&D players of just like what's the objective? I don't care about this person. <laughs> He's not going to exist once we're done with him. He's an object. <laughs> Jackie Treehorn treats objects like women. This is uh
2: this is all this is like playing like an RPG we're just trying to speed through so the conversation you're, like, you're like, fucking mashing <laughs> the a button just get to get, to th- get to the battle come on <laughs> <laughs> get to the plot give us a reward come on for all right how about ern are we at
0: the thinker yet yes he gets gets you up to the door and he knocks knocks a couple times and
2: is this episode going to be called ernest goes to the thinker or something like i that?
0: feel like i feel like for as many deep cultural cuts as we've made over the couple years we've been doing this even oh no we've referenced ernest in the past have we yeah really I'm surprised. I can't, you know, I don't recall if it made a new an episode, but I know that we've talked about Ernest. Ernest goes to camp, Ernest goes to jail, Ernest goes to Mars, fucking however many of those fucking movies they made. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to jail.
3: Ernest goes to the army.
0: Did he, did he go to the, to the, the army?
3: army? He did go to the army.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he actually went to jail. Did Ernest go to the grave? Is he still alive? No, no he went to the grave. I think yeah. that's what we
1: talked about last time. <laughs> okay. <I'm>
2: <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> 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 anyway.
0: <laughs> did he go to the grave? Yeah, I think
3: he did. Yeah, yeah he definitely did.
0: <laughs> oh my God. There, are, I'm sorry to go it was so like far off. 97, course,
3: but, right? 98?
0: Uh, Ernest scared stupid. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail. He did go to jail. That, that seems. He died 19 years ago. What? He died in 2000 at age 50. Wow. Oh, I thought he was
3: earlier than that. Wow.
0: From like a lot of cocaine? Because that's what that seems like.
2: Well, illness and death. He was a long-time chain smoker.
0: Mm. Does happen. That will do it. I think my favorite description so far is slam-dunk Ernest. Ernest P. Worrell becomes a basketball star after an angel bearing an uncanny resemblance to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gives him a pair of magic sneakers. Seems unlikely.
2: Imagine uh, it being all rich on the Ernest estate. Like... Get all, get all. my that. dad was
3: earnest. <laughs> Talk about a actor who only had one shtick.
2: Got all that earnest money. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Fucking shit. All right. Earnest money.
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> a multiple layer joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: Going to buy a house, you're going to put down your earnest money? <laughs> Everything that you spent that money on, you'd have to do that reference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looks like Ernest is going to (laughs) Martini (laughs) Town. Ernest goes
1: to (laughs) Sniffer's Row. Know what I mean, Vern? I like that snatch right in my face.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. What is this?
0: We're ruining (laughs) childhood.
2: And this
4: podcast.
0: I don't know, we are pretty far gone. Okay, so you knock on the door, the little window slides open, Ernest introduces himself. It's Ernest fucking Borgnine, by the way. It's not Ernest fucking going to <laughs> camp. It's, it's, it's Escape from New York, Jesus Christ. I should have picked <laughs> I up that movie. Yeah. I, the only reason I remember that is because of the, in what was it, Grand Theft Auto 3, you could get the Borgnine cab, and it was fucking invincible. Is this is this based off of uh, Escape to L.A. or New York? New York? Escape from New York. Escape
2: from New York. Yeah. So, because I mentioned that last time, but I don't think you actually confirmed it. But so. well, you
0: you guys said Escape from L.A., and I was like, well, you're close. And then you didn't guess the other movie. Gotcha. It was a really weird thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it could be. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we talked about Snake Plissken. We talked
4: about.
0: <laughs> Well, if it's not escape from L.A., I'm, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> well, it's about 2,000 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you fucking even said that? Oh, man. <laughs> nope, I'm lost. <laughs> totally original material here.
2: <laughs> anyway. We, we pay attention. So. Right, Roscoe?
0: Goddamn right. So, anyway. Ernest. So, you guys uh, get entry to The Thinker. What's this place look like? Well... I would say that this place is pretty beat up, pretty ramshackle, but, like, in a weirdly classy way. You know, it's almost like a game of Fallout where, like, you go into the nicer hotel or the casino sort of thing, and it's all fucked up and dirty and gross, but there's, like, you know, some paintings on the wall that are only kind of ripped. And, you know, maybe a shelf full of books that aren't all burned out books. Is this guy some kind of neat freak or something? I mean, relative to the rest of the world around him, this guy is OCD. And he's obviously pretty full of himself because he's sitting up on what amounts to a throne, and you guys are brought into uh, brought into his court, as it were. And uh, he says, "Oh well, hello. Who are all of you? Oh boy,
3: I am Sir Colbic Darkseed, and this is my adventure."
0: He gives you like the the swirling hand gesture of like, oh, 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 oh and kind of gives you a mock bow. Zoon, are these your vassals? Yeah, Kolvik is our leader. Yes, mm-hmm. he leads us.
3: Look around, confused. Uh, yes, yes, yes.
0: Well, oh, then I am glad to be speaking to your lordliness or your knightliness or whatever the. Fi- I don't really know what that would be.
3: Just sirness would be good.
0: Sure. No, Ernest is next to you. Sirness.
3: Sir, I'm Sirness. This is Ernest.
0: That feels like a really bad... Sir Ernest. Who's on first set of jokes there of confusion. He does. We'll move right on. Perfect. Would Sir Ernest be just shorted to Sir
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> If I was talking to him, yeah.
1: Sirnest, Sir Ernest.
0: That sounds like a weird medical problem. Well, we're going to have to operate on your Sir <laughs> <laughs> well, that's,
2: that's bad. We're going to have yeah, to remove right. your Sir Mm-hmm. You have
0: an enlarged cernist. Your cernist has grown to four times the normal size, and it's blocking yep. all of your cerni- cernism. I couldn't think of a good medical thing to Oh man, look that. at
3: the guy's cernist bulging out.
0: How will I have cernicorse?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is it cernius?
1: What if you,
4: just,
0: <laughs> if you had just one, would it be a, would it be a cernicorn? Uh-huh. We are so far... So far off track So uh, you're there with the Thinker And the Thinker has essentially Since the roleplay thing doesn't seem to be working out He's asking you, why are you here?
3: Well, just looking at compatriots Um, uh, we're looking for a four-armed man Being- A four-armed man, you say? Oh
0: I'm losing the accent now We had too many distractions in the middle Um, a four-armed man, yes I, hmm, yes I think I know who you're talking about. Does he have a crown? Uh, possibly, how many forearm
3: people do you know? Okay, it's, it's just the one. But...
2: <laughs> but I know. I thought this guy was a thinker.
0: <laughs> but you know. I know where you, where you can find him, if you're looking for him.
3: I wouldn't be here unless I was.
0: He's giving you, uh, I'm not gonna make you roll inside, it's pretty obvious he's looking for what do you have to offer. For this information
3: I would hope he would just tell me what he wants uh, Without even asking What would you like for this information About where the forearmed man is <laughs> I have a candle
0: <laughs> 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 Ernest perks up <laughs> He is not swayed by the offer Of a candle um, What? When I look around Does it seem like
3: he holds anything dear Is there anything specific that he finds
0: collectible? Uh, well, we did talk about there being like the paintings and the mm-hmm. objects of art that are around here, none of which seem particularly great to you, but it's got a lot of a lot of artsy sort of stuff, remnants of a past civilization. Would you be interested in ancient pyramid? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: he
1: says, ooh, pyramid sounds nice. <laughs> I have a magic bean. Oh, a magic bean, you say? Will give you a chance
0: at a pyramid.
4: Hmm.
0: Then maybe I would give you a chance at the information you're looking for. Oh, I see.
2: Very well. well. Tell him he has
0: to eat the bean
2: for it to work. Hmm? Tell what? him he has to eat the bean for it to work.
4: <laughs>
0: what I mean, do you want to do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to kill him. Um
2: <clears throat> I will point to my cod piece and be
0: like hey what do you think of this (laughs) (laughs) he gets up off of his uh, his throne and kind of hunkers down and like crawls up to you within like about three inches of it and, uh, and pulls out a little monocle
4: Knocks
0: on it. Bites it to see if it's real silver or whatever the hell it's made out of. I don't think we ever discussed what it was made out of, actually. It'd be pretty amazing if you bit into it. (laughs) He puts up one of those old-timey earpieces and (laughs) (laughs)
4: knocks
1: (laughs) it. The ear horn? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, (laughs) So when we look look around, is there any sort of guards or anyone else in this place?
0: There's a handful of other people wandering around. Um, If I'm going to stay true to the movie reference, there'd be like a sexy lady there too. Okay. Uh, But you don't see anybody that specifically seems like they're guarding him.
3: I think, what's he he say about a codpiece?
0: A a panko-faced codpiece. A panko-faced codpiece. Why don't you give me a... Um persuasion roll to see if this is uh this is what he's looking for. That's good. Because I have a negative one to persuasion. Oh, good. That'd be thirteen. Thirteen is not quite enough. He uh he reaches forward and kind of wraps on it with one backwards knuckle. He doesn't like the sound of the ring of it.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Um maybe maybe if you tried it on. Oh, That is a very interesting offer. I didn't think Melvin would ever take this thing off and let another man slide his junk into it. (laughs) Another Uh, guy rubbing inside my armor. I
4: don't
0: know what it was about that phrase, but it really tickled me. Dude, (laughs) it's your armor. Another man inside my armor. Why don't you make me another persuasion roll, but do it with advantage. 14. Whoop. 13 again. 13, so he... He takes this thing and he straps it on, and you see him kind of like wiggling around, <laughs> Buffalo Bill style. It's like wearing nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go bare flesh to it, though. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Uh, but he uh, he takes it off and he kind of inspects it, and he's like, mm, It's just not what I'm looking for. Wow. Can you tell us exactly what you're looking <laughs> for? Um, Is there well, some piece of art on this planet somewhere nearby? that you are particularly interested in? God, that would've been a great thing to think of in advance, but I didn't want to take this adventure too far off the rails. Roscoe, why don't you just make me a perception roll, or not a perception roll, uh, persuasion rather. Or intimidation, you could try and intimidate him if you wanted to. I was kind of thinking that anyway. All right, so I'm quick and whatnot, right?
1: You are. So while he's fucking around with uh, Melvin's codpiece and shit, I slip over to the sexy lady, get out my dagger and put it to her throat. And I start threatening... Oh, damn. Ernest! <laughs> oh, wait. You're threatening Ernest? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not threatening Ernest. I don't think like that you just went over and grabbed the lady, and then you're pointing your dagger at the other
4: guy.
1: <laughs> uh, I start... Uh, I'm mad at uh, the thinker. I'm going to kill your sexy lady friend. Unless All right. you tell me uh,
0: where I can find a four-armed king. He gasps. He puts his hand over his mouth, and then you make a persuasion... An intimidation, rather, roll. One. <laughs> that, that plus fucking jump out of the box. Get that rolled again. Uh, 18. 18 just happens to be enough where I have in my notes here that the gang must succeed on a DC 18 persuasion or intimidation check. <laughs> Your intimidation is very successful. He begins to shake and quake, and he'll do anything to save Belinda. <laughs> That's a sweet 80s, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. He drops to his knees immediately and begs for her release, saying he'll do anything that, uh, anything that you want. He even goes so far as to suggest that he can take you to the Duke of Gotham. He can show you where this four-armed person is being held. He'll take you there right now if you so desire. I'll walk so. up
3: to him slowly while Roscoe has his knife on. I'm going to use my cantrip of the Manturgy and kind of light a flame. And kind of just hold it in my hand. Says, "Don't you betray us?" Just kind of do
0: a little, a little flash. Press the digitation. Press the Thaumat- uh, A little
3: tha- thaumaturgy Mm-hmm.
0: All right, man. You guys have got this guy pretty successfully kowtowed down to you, and uh, he is willing to share information, nay, even bring you all the way to the end, take you to completion on this part of the quest. Very good. I let his sexy friend go. I okay. apologize for the trouble. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> Benevolent Roscoe.
0: Benevolence towards Belinda.
2: Sorry, Belinda.
0: <laughs> she kind of gives you a, a little wink and walks away. Whing. All oh. right. Let's go see the Duke. Duke, Duke. Duke, Duke, Duke. Duke. Hey-ho, VGAT fans, welcome back again! Aren't you excited to be on episode 102? Probably not, really. Nah, it's kind of the shame about bigger numbers, like the little ones just don't make as much of a difference anymore. But hey, we got a new review titled Monday Morning Glory from Sack Slap Wolf. I've been listening to VGAT since it started, and it still has me smiling and living vicariously through their adventures. I haven't played in years because my family life and work schedule doesn't allow the time. The level of professionalism in production, sound, release schedule, editing, etc. Paired with the easygoing chemistry between the players creates an enjoyable experience that I look forward to week after week. It makes me look forward to my Monday morning commute. At times been the only thing to get me on the road. Keep up the good work. P.S. Care to share the origin of the name Clamslam? It seemed like a lot of production work went into the WWE-level soundbite. First off, Sack Slap Wolf, thanks for taking the time to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, or as it is becoming known, Apple Podcasts. You folks have all heard this before, right? That when we get those ratings and reviews, we mysteriously get more listens in our first handful of episodes? I'm honestly not sure why they don't just come out and admit that popularity breeds popularity, but who am I to say anything about it? For those of you who take the time to let the world know how you feel about us, it's always a real pleasure to see. And if you're looking for a quick and easy way to help us out without digging into the bank account, it is a great way to do so. And secondly, Sac Wolf, as to the origins of the mysterious Clam Slam from all that time ago, well, let's just say it's a tip of the old fedora to old friends and references that you just had to be there for. Speaking of old references, I wanted to point all of you towards a thing that I just recently rediscovered. It's the series of articles written by Chris Perkins from Wizards of the Coast. The series is called The DM Experience, and I can't tell you enough about how excellent the articles are. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned in the past that Mr. Perkins is just about my ideal version of a DM, and he's everything I'm just a little off from being. But the articles are pretty much all out there on the Wizards of the Coast website, and I highly recommend going to check them out. You may or may not find them perfectly relevant to your game, but the advice is sage nonetheless. My last tidbit for this week is a quick nod to those who've helped us so far with this first campaign. I'm just going to run through them in alphabetical order, and, you know, hopefully all of you know who you are. Aaron, Axolotl, Bay Area Beer Socials, Bryant, Brian, Chad, Damascus, Devin, DM Rob, Eloise, Emily, Gurg Jeremy, Jimothy, Jody, John, Justin, JB, Kathy, Nerdcant, Mr. Systrup, Steve, Victor, Zach, and Zachary. Each one of you has donated money and or music and or just been a really standout supporter of the show. Thanks to each of you specifically, I'm really beyond flattered that you've all given some part of yourselves to make this whole thing happen. I couldn't have asked for a better experience or a better set of fans. Well, with all the mushy stuff out of the way, let's return to our adventure. You guys wander for yeah, it's a, it's a couple mile walk from where you were through more of this gritty and shitty wasteland and you can see, it's, getting, it's starting to get dark now, but you can see some, uh, some lights ahead of you and eventually you can see before you a massive weathered green statue. It's perhaps 300 feet high on top of a great pedestal. It is in the likeness of a robed woman. It looks like she's holding a book in one hand and a torch in the other. The thinker points you towards the torch. There, he says. In the torch. He's got your friend in the torch up there. There's a door on the north side of that thing. And that's all I got for you. Thanks for not stabbing my lady. Who's he? The Duke. The Duke of Gotham. Who is a big, bad, territory running, gang owning. Well, you can't really own a gang, can you? Gang running, territory owning. I probably should have done those backwards. <laughs> big bad guy that's a bad guy big, big bad big bad big bad duke is he like lord humongous I mean if we're gonna do an homage to another movie that really should be one of them at some point yes either.
1: yes yes road warrior <laughs> just walk away
0: I fucking love that movie fucking classic Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. be still my dog of war anywho So you guys see, and I'm going to scoot you on over to a map, you see a very large and uh, interesting statue in the twilight. And you see there's one guy dressed up a little fancier than the rest of them, sort of at the foot of this statue. And you see quite a few henchmen walking about ambling and patrolling. (laughs) <laughs> thought in my head, what a fair hunchman.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, that's the only people I hire. <laughs> it's really looking out for the community.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hunchman.
0: <laughs> or do they just all have ideas all the time?
4: <laughs>
2: Wait, do you mean henchmen? No, no. Hunchman. Hunchman. <laughs> <laughs> The Hunchmen of Notre Dame.
0: So you see before you uh, a large number of hunchmen uh, hunched over and walking around this giant statue. And you see way, way, way on up there, you see that there is a gigantic torch. And you think if you squint just hard enough that you can see maybe there's some figure up there moving around just a little bit, but not a lot. You see the, uh, let's say you guys are approaching sort of from from the the northern-ish side of it. And as you look to the north side of this pedestal, you can see that there is in fact a doorway. But there are a lot of dudes wandering around over there. And this is one of those giant open-ended sort of fucking things where I'm just going to say, what do you want to do and how do you want to do it?
3: Do these hunchmen, do they look like... Kind of like the hobos we saw earlier.
0: They look a lot like the hobos you saw earlier. One's Maybe out. a little meaner in some cases.
1: Kind of fracked us up a bit.
0: Don't forget,
2: we're invincible. You're invincible. Oh, fucking hobos gave us a hard time, man. Also, we haven't had a really chance to rest since our last hobo battle.
3: We? These are hobos. Oh, good call.
2: Hmm, I feel like I kind of. Is this where we went hobo load last time? Can we, rest here? Can we stay the night, yeah, outside of this? Maybe we can ask the Duke if we can crash her. Hey, Thinker.
1: Thinker. Hey. 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 Is there a place we can sleep nearby? Gosh, it sure seems
0: like you guys were in a hurry. Didn't you have a time limit or something? <laughs> <laughs> Did we? Uh, you do have to return the High King Dolo within 24 hours, out of which you probably have spent, uh, I'm going to just call it, In fact, I'm going to roll a dice. I'm going to roll a d12 to see how many hours you've burned. If I can find a d12. Here's one. You've burned 9 of your 24 hours. Ooh,
2: that's not a lot of hours. How many hours do you need for a full rest? Uh, you need 8 for a
1: full rest. We need 8. You
0: only
2: need 4. I I only need 4, but...
1: What does a short rest get you? Not too much. So, refill your hit points?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you can do hit dice on a short rest. Which gets you, you roll some dice, kind of like when you're leveling up almost. You can get hit points back equal to the, the number that you roll. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, Melvin, don't you have an ability that gets you like one or two spell slots back? But certainly not all of them. <clears throat> no, I get—I can recover
2: spell slots totaling half my level rounded up to the sixth level.
0: So I am, what am I at? What level am I at? You guys are 17 or 18 now, ain't you? I
2: am 17. So... I would get nine spell slots that I can mix and match as I choose, but no higher than the 6th level. I didn't use
3: that many spell slots last time, so um, as long as I can do a
2: healy go, should be alright. Should we try for a short rest, fellows? Re- a short rest with hit dice?
0: Yeah, it works. Alright, so the first thing I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have each of you give me a... Well, alright, so I'll do it this way. Tell me how you're going to pursue this short rest action. Is there any... Or did we just... So we're, we literally just walked into the
2: Duke's... Whenever.
4: Mm-hmm. Let's oh, say Let's oh.
0: say you're like... You're like, uh... 300 feet away. So you're like far enough away that they're not noticing you right now. So no, is this
3: no. torch lit up? Like, can, is there a lot of light around us?
0: There's a fair amount of light on the platform But yeah. there's not, uh, like the torch itself Isn't lit up
3: That might be good
0: for us I mean if we go ahead and hide in one of these
3: Trash piles I assume there's trash piles around
0: us Oh well, there's trash piles everywhere Oh, trash piles. It's like fucking Wally over here oh. <laughs> I'd say we could dodge behind a trash pile
2: I mean that was not to draw a notice mm-hmm. But we just kind of like You know back away Like homer into the shrubs like Homer into the trash piles
3: And we'll do the... I mean, if me and Roscoe can stay awake for the first four hours,
1: I think we might be set for a century. What if you just float on up there, grab this motherfucker, and we go on our merry way? Um, can we see him? The thinker says he's in the torch.
2: They had crossbows last time, so unless he has... How tall is this torch? Do you have a... Don't don't you have an invisibility ring of some sort? Not an invisibility... I have invisibility spell. And I have my amulet... Amulet? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Amul- <Romuland. laughs> amulet of Amuland. plube Um That allows me to levitate I don't know if that gets me
0: up there though Isn't there like a limit on that thing? You know I don't really remember Gosh it sure would be a great time to establish some Limits on your amulet of levitation Since you don't remember if there are any I don't think there were
2: any In fact I distinctly remember there were no limits Um the amulet took easier really.
0: <laughs> I think it was like I could only move 30 feet
2: or something I thought that was a little well,
0: you can only use, you can only move your uh, your movement speed oh there was a weight limit
2: is what there was wasn't it
0: I don't fucking remember yeah
1: cause we're at that tower and you only you could float up like you couldn't get us up there we had to do it right we're yeah fucking around so we can't just grab them like that
0: so you I'm gonna say that you can use the amulet of plume to get up there. To get up there. So did we I think we said it was like two uses per long rest or something like that? What, what if one we do per day? three times per day. Three times per day. What uh, if we do
3: like a sweet line trick where like you get up there, tie a rope and just slide your ass back down? Well I mean I can <laughs> I
0: can bring a rope up there. Yeah. You guys would only have probably 150 feet of rope, because typically an adventurer's pack has 50 feet of hemp and rope. And how far this is? How far is this? It's 300 feet up, 300 so up. get your hypotenuse squared busted out here for what it would take to make a zipline.
4: B
2: I could also, when I get up there, create an image
0: of something. Of more rope,
2: maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and make it real? Yes. Hi, King, let's pretend there's more rope together. Hmm. That feels like a Mr. Rogers kind of magical wonderland stuff. Keep you- going. I'm liking this spitball. And let's say you guys are taking your short rest and you're talking about this stuff as you're going through it. That's fair. So go ahead and uh, and roll as many hit dice as you like.
2: Um. Uh, and that's... how many I have to roll. Zero, because I didn't take any damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You really did luck the fuck out and use your abilities very well. I'm certainly not discrediting your fantastical role-playing, D&D-playing abilities.
3: Gotta remember what my hit dive says. 1D8? 1D6?
0: Tell you what, it'll sell you right in that character sheet.
2: Yeah. Probably 6D9.
0: 6D9. You can also do what Roscoe's doing and just start banging away at it in the uh, interface. Oh. <laughs> smash it. Five now minutes. you just
2: smash it. Whoa! Ernest was also in a movie called Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain.
3: Oh, I remember the Three Ninjas.
2: Fuck you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Appropriate response, I suppose. Yeah, fair enough. I used 10 hit dice to regain 67
0: hit points. Oh, nope, still going down. That's a lot of fucking hit dice. But hey, spend them if you got them. So, Melvin, do you have a spell that can
2: animate inanimate objects? Yes. I mean, (laughs) yes I do, I actually have it learned as well, so I would not require a long rest. You want me to read you how it works? Sure. Objects come to life at your command. Choose up to ten non-magical objects within range that are not being worn or carried. Medium targets count as two objects, large targets count as four objects. Huge targets count as 8 objects. You can't animate any object larger than huge. Each target animates and becomes a creature under your control until the spell ends or until reduced to zero hit points. As a bonus action, you can mentally command any creature you made with the spell if the creature is within 500 feet of you.
3: Why are we not putting this guy in the portable hole?
2: If you control multiple creatures, you can command any or all of them at the same time Issuing the same command to each one, you decide what action the creature will take and where it will move during its next turn, or you can issue a general command such as to guard particular chamber or corridor.
0: Huge, by the way, is 15 foot by 15 foot. So Lady Liberty is too big. Just a skosh. That would have been fun.
2: No, we are Like the Stay puffed Marshmallow
3: Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if I go back. Why are we not putting him in the portable hole?
2: Might be scary for him. He might not want to go in there. He's like a king and all.
3: Okay, I guess he'll be stuck on this damn tower then.
1: Well, we would
2: have Why to I be able to
1: being able to have downtime to get him out, like in short order. You know what I mean? If we,
3: <laughs> How are you, expect, are you expect to go up there and spend some time? Do some hacky sack up there? Or Why don't you go in there? And bring me up there with him? What'd yeah. be, what yeah. would be the purpose? Give me a purpose and we'll talk.
1: <laughs> Maybe, does he even breathe? Maybe you need some alone time.
2: <laughs> the portable <laughs> hole. <laughs> That's the spank room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest auto-explaciation room. A portable masturbatorium.
4: <laughs>
0: Everybody needs a portable masturbatorium. <laughs> you guys watch Mind Hunters? Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, I have you seen watched the yet. second season?
1: Yes, I have. It reminded mm-hmm. me of, like, the BTK when Sam
2: said of the auto-erotic asphyxiation. Where his wife finds him and he's, like, choking himself by tying. He. Tied his, a rope around his neck And then he tied the other end around the It's not what it looks like <laughs> Bathroom and doorknob And so then he's like He's pushing against it Like with the door closed Like trying to choke himself While he's Whoa. jerking it with a oh I, I think, think those were trophies stuff. from his victims Oh you think those are trophies? Cause he had them all laid At the
1: end of the season Ended the same way it yeah. began With him jerking off like that He had all the stuff up Fucking
2: spoilers man It was a major theme of the movie That doesn't <laughs> spoil anything No it's <laughs> it kind not really It's hits. like a Side thing Yeah well, it's actually, this, they're setting up the plot for the next
1: season. Hmm? I don't know how they're going to do that, though, because they didn't catch BTK until, like, 2010. Maybe even later. I don't know, that's a good question. I still don't see what's wrong
3: with putting me in a portable hole. Besides doing this weird rope thing, or if you're planning on going up there in the first I can't flight. do that,
2: because, like, <laughs> the image I create has to be within a certain size, like 10 feet by 10 feet cube. So I could even, I could make... A pile of rope, but I can't make it extend, like. Who's
3: talking about rope anymore? We're talking about you levitating up there, putting him in the portable hole, and coming back and visiting I don't
2: think this four armed, massive king is just gonna get into this hole. Can he well, Why
3: would he go down a rope then?
2: Big illusion. But that's not as. It's more dignified than, like, being stuffed inside of a hole. <laughs> <laughs> On top of a tower in
3: front of enemies,
2: I don't think he really has a choice. I mean, he. Hey, King, get in my hole. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying he's a king.
3: All right. Well, assume he's snooty.
2: I mean, we can try it.
1: I mean, it's Dungeons you, and Dragons. If, you can always try. Always try. try yeah.
3: but if you have a better idea, let's talk
1: about it or fight our way through. What if you made these hobos think there was a it was ran candles on the other side of the statue,
4: and they all <laughs> run over
1: there? Cast gas on
3: one of them.
2: I could <laughs> I could just create. Actually, I could just create an image of a platform. That just floats, and we can just float not on a fucking platform. Can you make a platform that flies though? Why not? I can make any image I want.
0: <laughs> I'd I
2: like Super Mario where you jump out. Boi, 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 boi.
0: I mean, I guess, yeah, you can change the nature of the image and all the rest of that stuff. I mean, if you just made like a wooden platform. I could just make stairs.
2: I could just. Can't I? And then I can just make more stairs, like never, never ending stairs.
4: What's the holding Labyrinth up the stairs, though? What I mean, is What is anything is it
0: Like, Is this, like, like, Minecraft is, rules for physics? Yeah. <laughs> if it serves me, then yes.
1: There's so many of them. There are so I don't many know. of them.
0: Reading this, it doesn't say anything about having to obey the laws of physics. I suppose that's true, and typically it's an illusion, so, like, you could make up floating cobalt or whatever you wanted to do. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man, I mean... What am I supposed to do? Be the DM here? I mean, <laughs> Tell me no. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten this far with me saying yes and. That's the golden rule of D&D. Alright, man, you wanna... So, like, uh, so what are, what are we doing here? What are we, what are we... What are we... What are we doing? What are we doing here? Alright, let me
2: just... We're gonna do a rest. And let me see... I gotta check my spells here. Recover spell slots, ego toilet, half of the... rounded up, up to the 6th level so I can... Generate nine spell slots worth of spells. So this I can do. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, regain one of my six levels. So I have three more slots, and that would be a two level and plus one,
0: three. All right, all right. I'm good. I'm ready to do this. All right, Colbert, dun, did you recover dun, some dun, HP? Dun. I did. How much HP did you recover by spending how many hit dice?
3: I spent seven hit dice, and I gained 51.
0: That's a goodly number of hit points. Melvin, did you... Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I didn't have to regain any hit points because I didn't even get fucking touched last time. Did not get touched? Despite all the attempts? Because you have several very overpowered items and spells and whatnot. Anyway, that's my mistake. (laughs) No take-backs. Yeah, well, no no take I'll I'll learn you much better in next campaign. Which is coming up. Stay tuned, VGAD fans. Anyway. So, tell me what you're gonna do. Me? Yep. I thought you were gonna talk to Roscoe about his HP. Oh, he said his, like, fucking 20 minutes ago.
2: Oh, alright. Alright, I'm going to firmly grip my amulet and stroke it gently and whisper, "Blue."
0: Ploob is whispered. The amulet activates. Melvin levitates. And I will try to levitate sneakily.
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah. And
0: stealthily. I mean, you're a lone wizard. Nobody's looking up your skirt, probably. I don't think these people have much reason to look up most of the time. It's dark. that's at night? Yeah, yeah. We're nighttime. All right. It was dusk when we were talking earlier, and you took a one-hour short rest, so away you goes.
2: All right. So I go to the tower.
0: You float your way on up, way, way, way up in the dark, dark sky, and you gently coast your way down to the uh, the little platform that's going around this torch. From where you are, you can see a strong and beautiful face that's wearing a crown on the statue, by the way. That's not the... <laughs> I realized that I wrote up this description without indicating at all, but that was the The statue... Sorry, let me start that over as reading this part first. The wind at this height is intense and hits you as soon as you're high enough in the air. There's a circular platform extending in a ring around the base of the torch in the statue's hand. From where you are, you can see a strong and beautiful face wearing a crown, which is the statue's face, the majesty of which is only somewhat ruined by the penis someone has managed to paint on the cheek facing towards the mouth. You circle around the platform and come to the High King himself. His forearms are tied to the railing behind him. He looks up at you as you approach. Who are you? He asks. Hey, uh, remember me from the Clam Slam? Prince Dolo is who you met. The oh, this king. Is the king? Yeah, it's like his dad. Oh. Probably.
2: Uh, <clears throat> well, we haven't really met, but I know your son. <laughs> I, play, I Remember played me? We haven't met. <laughs> I played Pogs with your son. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, met your son at this thing called the clam slam which was like an interdimensional time tournament for pogs and he like knighted one of my friends and I won this I won this I won the slammer and I pulled this slammer that I won
0: he sort of squints at you and he's like so cool did he send you <laughs> or uh, what's going on here um, uh, did he send us? No. Prince Dolo did send you guys. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember distinctly that Prince Dolo sent me. He says, Well, good. Let's get good. Let's get going. Okay. So I have this portable hole. Uh, would you be
2: willing to get inside this portable hole for a few minutes? Portable hole? Uh, I'm not sure what that is. Oh, so I. Kind of get it out, and I'm like, oh, it's like this magic hole in the ground. And uh, if you get in here quick, I can take you down and let you back out, and we can be on our way. I just love you to open up. He sees like a shit ton of
3: platinum
0: bars. Yeah, I mean, that's what's in there right now. Um, and an empty bookcase that used to hold a lot of uh, lighter fluid, cleaning fluid rather. Yeah, Although I only fluid. ever used it to light <laughs> things out of fire. <laughs> Yeah, so let's say normally I probably would have been like Great Escape Plan, let's just do it But let's uh, let's have you make a persuasion roll To see if you can convince the High King to step down off of his dignity Oh. Are right. you only
3: doing this because people doubted my plan? I mean, basically,
0: yeah God, 14 14, that's enough to convince him Because, well, damn it, he wants to get out of here And now I'm going to have you make one more roll And let's call it a let's call it a dexterity check because you're gonna try and unroll this portable hole in the super high winds up on top of this tower. Let's see if you can find enough floor space and whatnot to spread this thing out and make it work. Okay. That would be a three. With a natural one, He
2: gets that in and it blows away.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's really what I should have had in
3: here. All everybody.
4: buddy.
0: Um, so what actually happens is that you... You can't seem to get the portable hole to engage. Uh, The platform that you're walking on is only a couple feet wide and it's windy as fuck. You can't get it to stay on the ground long enough to uh, turn into a hole. Okay. Well, I'll cast Major Image to give myself like a windbreak of some sort. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, So you cast Major Image, you make a big old wall, and yeah, fuck it. That's enough. You're able to get this thing to settle down. Um, He's The High King looks at you, just like, just just hop right in there on all your money. Take a deep breath first. (gasps) He takes a deep breath, and he hops on in. Not Scrooge McDuck style. He's not going to dive face first into your money. But he hops on down and kind of hunkers down a little bit so you can do what you got to do. You close up that hole. And I float
2: back down to the ground.
0: You float back down to the ground. So now... On the return trip is when I'm going to have you make a stealth roll to see if you can be undetected as you shimmy on down. That would be a 11. An 11. Man, you just happen to catch some folks that were looking up. Also, you have a plus 8 to stealth. I do. You're a fucking crazy sneaky wizard, man. Yeah, you rolled a 2. <laughs> I rolled a 3. A 3? Oh. So yeah, you, uh, as you are fluttering across, someone just happens to look up and someone just happens to see you up there and they start making a hoot and a holler, but you are far, far above them and you have quite a distance, uh, outpacing them, uh, out away from them. Fuck, I must be really tired. I'm just really struggling for words here. You are far away from them is how a second grader would have just said that rather than stumbling through all the speeches. So, here's what's going to happen from this point. You are going to, I'm assuming, rush down to your compatriots because you hear the hooting and the holler and the people pointing up at you from down below. Do I have, like, do I have any chance to react, or...?
2: Uh, you know what, Let's and pay. actually... Hey, do we notice
0: this as well? Let me, uh, let me do a... I'm going to scratch that, because we're going to say, you guys, uh, so you guys are, like, blah. You're up there. And you are like floating down, and I was gonna make this a contested roll. I should have made it. I should have started with a contested roll rather than just saying they default got to perceive you up there. And I rolled pretty shitty, so we're gonna scratch all that up from the record and say, yeah, I know, fucking whatever. Don't look at me like that.
3: (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, I'm curious about what happens. I'm just. I'm at the edge of my seat.
0: Melvin, you are able to start that one more time. Melvin, you were able to successfully sneak on past these people, despite the fluttering of your robes and all the rest of that stuff in the wind, which should have been a dead giveaway, but I'm saying that it isn't. (laughs) And you get back to where all of your friends are, sitting on the ground by that uh, comfy trash pile you just spent an hour in. Okay. I will try to quickly unroll the portable hole and release the king. You release the king. You're down here on the ground. There's uh, not a lot of distractions or other shit going on. So uh, you're able to, or I should say, high winds or anything else going on. So you're able to unroll that thing successfully without any issue. And, well, this is a big motherfucker. So you open up the hole and he takes a dig. He takes a dig. <laughs> he takes a big, deep breath. <laughs> or he took a digger in
4: her <laughs> oh, uh, He just leaves I a might big... as well. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's <not> <laughs> you were in
2: there for two minutes. <laughs> How did you ship that much in two minutes?
0: It's like half the size of your platinum bar pile. <sighs> I've been holding it a long time. I can't, I can't poop when I'm tied up.
2: <laughs> Ooh, speaking of poop.
0: So he manages to grab onto the edge of the portable hole, uh, the lip of the ground, rather, and pulls himself right on up out of there. And he's like, excellent!
4: Well, now that we're all free, how do we get out of here?
0: I'm slipping in and out of a lot of accents.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Thinker, Good question.
0: What do you think, Thinker? Is it thinkers? Oh yeah, is he still with us? Yeah, sure. I mean, this is probably <laughs> the most excitement he's had in a while, so he's hanging out. Can we do anything
2: with this beacon tracker thing that we have hey yeah how the fuck are we supposed to contact anybody anyway don't we have a thing
3: we have our fake uh, badges that we just touch a whole bunch but there's something else too
0: Episode 102, "Earnest Money, was released on September 15th, 2019. I can confidently promise you more adventures next Sunday on...
4: Vegan! 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 The very good adventuring
1: team! What if it's a hobo planet?
2: I' the cool. warriors. They get stronger and stronger hobos. Can we just, like, say fuck the other adventure that we're on? Let's just stay at this planet. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: gonna conquer hobo world?
2: <laughs> so I'm just saying, we can just stay here, guys. Screw that chalice and Chad and...
4: We'll make oh yeah, the rest of our family. But this is pretty cool. We'll place. make a better place in the gods.